Hello and welcome to episode three of season three of the podcast for the recently deceased. I'm Nate Roberts. I am Rodney Godek. Three for three. What's up, brother? Well, we've been saying <laughs> all night. January was a bad month for horror, especially coming off the banger year 2022. Banger. And we possibly have the the big the big uh, cheese here <laughs> uh, for January anyway. Um, tonight we'll be talking about Skinnamarink, uh, written and directed by Kyle Edward Ball, starring Darkness. Um, two children, <laughs> two children wake up in the middle of the night to find their father is missing, and all the windows and doors in the home have vanished. Uh, this movie is absolutely terrible. Do not go see this movie. Um, now we're going to talk about it. <laughs> All right. So let me let me take the, the good cop version real quickly. Sure, sure. Uh, skin of a rink uh, for those that were have been under a rock in the horror community. Uh, it's an experimental art film, art horror film, I suppose. I use some of those terms lightly. Uh, it's what it's penned as. Uh, that's what they say. Written and directed by Cal Edward Ball. He has a YouTube series that he made. This is an expanded version of one of the shorts that he created on YouTube that really delves into what uh, people like to call liminal spaces. Uh, the spaces between one another where anything could occur. Uh, and this is not a film in a traditional sense. This is an experience. This is a film consisting of lots of images with very grainy, uh, soft focus, uh, light illuminated from a television set and very little else. No direct narrative, uh, even explanations to what occurs in the movie is not really uh, actually accurate to what occurs in the film that you're watching, or it would be a stretch to jump to that conclusion without being told um and it's a phenomenon that some people are absolutely enthralled and in love with and some people absolutely detest and think is the bane of existence for a horror film uh nate and i both are on the same side of the spectrum and we think this is a garbage movie uh if movie and movie is in air quotes it is yeah. not a movie. Yeah, movies and air quotes, and I and I can understand some people uh, enjoying this um, in a certain setting where where you're watching it to not watch it as a film, but to watch it as a series of what I would call <clears throat> moving pictures. I might, you know, you this film once again in quotes might be better described uh, as a moving picture uh, related to like. You know, in the twenties or thirties, when it was just some footage, some some random footage, yeah, but... and then some you know some screens of like, this is what's it... happening. So you're saying like more or less like there's nothing there. This the, the we yeah. you know the only way to find this interesting would be if we never saw a fucking movie in our life, and the fact that there were images strewn together yeah. that were looking like they were alive, I'd be interested. Yeah. If because this of was that the fact. first. If you didn't know that movies existed and this was the yeah. first thing you ever if saw. If I never in any context of what a real movie is supposed to do or be, this yeah. would be amazing. You'd be but like, as such, 
pretty. I have seen the movie, and I know this is not. <laughs> so we're kind of at a, yeah. at a fucking disadvantage here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so, so how do you feel? Uh, real quick. Next? Yeah. Let's just let's just get over this so we can talk about what we saw. Um, I gave it a one. It's my. It's. I think it's my first one as one well. One out of ten. I give it a one out of ten. Okay. Uh, I gave it a just the tiniest bit of more uh, acknowledgement, and I gave it a, a two out of ten. Okay. Uh, I don't know why necessarily. Maybe That's because I don't think it deserves a true one out of ten. That's interesting. But you, I'm very hard on this. You movie. usually, yeah, you usually give the. I usually give the higher score is what I'm trying to say. So this is true. Yeah, you're usually more considerate when we hate something. You you kind of give it at the benefit of the doubt. Uh, no, and not I definitely, this. This was terrible. Yeah. This was terrible. I, I I to start, I'm going to reference that all the windows and doors in their home have vanished in the uh, in the plot synopsis to where no, they have calling bullshit. We actually yeah, no. we actually get to see them vanish, so they haven't just vanished. The kids aren't finding wall where the door was. They're seeing the door, and then they're getting to see it disappear. In and what, reappear. And in what can only be described as yeah, as two still images, kind of flickering, and then them just like leaving the 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 wall space still still image. <sighs> yeah. So so a lot of this movie is not actually like shot on film. Like I think it well, is just photos, and no, then they, it's all, they like no, it's all film. It's all film. All right. Well, he doesn't move the is. camera then, and it's and no, it yeah, looks it like sits. a photo. No, yeah, just sits. Right. Yeah, it just sits there, and and then it hard cuts to another sitting still image, and it, you just tons and tons of still dark imagery over and over and over again. The kids are interacting off screen, yeah, and you hear them talking. The only time you see a character is when you see their mother and she has like mm -hmm. 10 seconds of screen time right. and might, and might've been the only interesting moment of the film. Like sure. the, the only time I was more, like, you know, I was like, Oh my God, something's going to happen. Right. <laughs> and it didn't. So no, it, it what kinda, the film is trying didn't. to do is the, tr the film is trying to occupy this weird spot in your mind where you put yourself in the shoes of a child uh, waking up at night and being scared of the dark and not sure of what's going on and like your your vantage point is that of a child where you're kind of just looking off in the distance at whatever. Uh, but for me, just none of it really works. I have to completely detach what I would, you know, and really like look at it under this critical art lens if I'm going to try to get anything out of this to see if I can respect it in that lane because it's not going to trigger me emotionally. Uh, come true triggers me emotionally on levels because it's doing things artfully. It has a certain sense of mood and atmosphere through music, light, dialogue, acting that puts me in the scene. And this film says, fuck all of those forms of filmmaking. I don't care about a single fucking one. I care about what's up in my brain. And I'm going to show you images that are pretentious and lofty ideas that could occur. You could come to this conclusion on your own if you had the, my intellect or my brain. Uh, it's extremely pretentious. And I know for a fact it's pretentious because this motherfucker, Kyle Edward Ball, has been on interviews in his goddamn snow cap, frumpy hat, long hair, chewing gum like chewing a piece gum. of shit. Oh. Okay. If you saw uh, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, uh, there's a scene where Bill Murray and Owen Wilson are on uh, 
the the deck, trying to have a conversation about what the fuck's up. Like, why are you kind of giving me shit? And Gwyneth Paltrow, right? No, yep. not Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. She comes up behind Owen Wilson, and Bill Murray acknowledges her. She's just standing there chewing gum, and he's like, "What? What are you doing? What do you want?" And she's like, "Nothing." That's this director. Don't inject yourself and just act holier than thou. And that's Kyle Edward Ball. He's holier than thou. He has all the great ideas, and he's making a, this art film that you should all bow before because it's so smart and creative, and it's not. This is a student film at best. This is a B-level student film. This is and a, it should be it should have about been, fucking It should have been 11 minutes. minutes yeah, it should have been 11 minutes. Uh, so it could make uh, short the short submission uh, cut off, and yeah. and, and, and then be it. done with it. Be proud of yourself and go the fuck home. Do not waste anyone's time. This film it it was released, and I think that the whole thing was a goddamn gimmick. I'm I'm wearing a tinfoil hat on on this conspiracy theory. <laughs> I believe that it was intentionally leaked from the festival at which I think it was Fantasia Fest sure. that it premiered at last year. Because it was leaked without a watermark or anything else that is atypical. Leaks never occur like this. You never see sure. a fucking movie. How many movies do we want to see that never get released? Even ones that we don't want to see. They don't get released. Yeah. I think it was intentionally released in an effort to draw this attention and awareness. Like people talking about, oh, I've seen it. Have you seen it? People condoning and virtue signaling. You can't pirate it. Why are you pirating it? Support the art, you piece of shit. So then everyone's like, oh, well, I want to support the art. I got to see it whenever it comes out. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> And then it's like it causes a big hubbub, and it's about nothing. It's fucking waited for Godot. There's nothing there, dude. So it's I think it's all just a hype train. Fifteen thousand yeah. dollars, and this piece of shit has managed to scrounge up two mil in box office. I'm glad people have spent money to see it, but I'm double glad that people have responded as audiences to say, "Hey, you know what? Fuck you. We don't like this. This yeah. is bullshit." Yeah, speaking of, let's uh let's bring back the old IMDb and oh, oops, that's uh the wrong movie. The Google okay. reviews out of 344 currently has it as a 2.2. At a 2.2 with 2. most and people rating a 1. Look at that one stat. Look at that one stat. <laughs> you love to see it sometimes. You, you do. And and today today's one of those days. Now, if you go to IMDb, it's got like a 5.1 uh rotten tomatoes has 72 it, uh, critic for audience four 44 audience oh, 44 and that's... it's like you know they try to couch it like it might be that's scary for some but for a lot it'll be frighteningly dull and it's like no yeah guys you're fooling yourselves if you think it's a real movie it's not yeah all right so let's get rid of that then some people think it's the scariest thing nate is it fair to just show nothing and then show dark things which are inherently scary something in the dark that you don't know what could be there is yeah. inherently scary if you detach and you want to be scared it it elicits a scary feeling and mood oh, sure sure is it, it fair to then blare your goddamn eardrums with a loud noise yeah to get the scare is that so, fair so that's so that's funny that was the one review that i read that I really uh, connected with the guy, the guy, it was like one sentence of a review and it was like, Hey, guess what? If you show me nothing but darkness for 20 minutes and then play a really loud noise, I'm going to jump. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's not, 
you're it wasn't creative or interesting. It wasn't you concocting the special spell of sceneries and things and dialogue to make to lull me into this weakened state to then surprise me with something interesting. It was nothing and then something. And I jumped because of that. Like inherently. It's it's insanity to consider this film anything but that. Yeah. I I don't understand, and I will reiterate as I have several episodes now. This is a concern for the horror industry as we lead into 2023. Uh, please go into more as to what something more specific that you really hated, or or just go off a little bit more about skin rank. I I, I want to hear it because uh, you want me to talk about uh, stinkamering. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, about sh- about shittimer dink, sh- sh- yeah. shittimer dink. One hour and forty minutes of shit on my face, a marine. Oh my god, this movie. <sighs> okay, so there there were moments, right? Like, like you said, I do try to give these people the benefit of the doubt. There, so I was, I was in. I was like, all right, show me the art, show me the horror, scare me a little bit. Um. Where's the story? I'm just like waiting. Where's the story? Like this could be so cool. The doors are disappearing. The windows are disappearing. The kids are running around. How are they gonna eat? The mom shows up. Then she all of a sudden eyeless, but then she disappears and we never see her again. What the fuck, man? Why do we never see the mom again? We didn't see her die. She just disappeared, right? Then like one of the kids dies, and then the other kid's alone, and we never see him either. And then it says, like, 365 days later, how's this kid eat for a year? Is the monster feeding him? (laughs) None of it makes sense. And it doesn't have to in in his world, you know? Like you said, like, there's no logical way to explain any of it. And I can be on board for not having understanding. You know, there's a lot that happens in movies that I'm like, wait, what? And I still love the experience, but this is not that. This is, like, cheap. This doesn't feel uh, fair. Uh, you know, you mentioned the the mother and what happens. Like, that's the thing. Like, the way that it's shot and the jumping of – there's no, you know, chronological order seemingly to the scenes. Right. So you don't really know how to approach it. And then whenever they do that whole door trick thing where they show it, don't show it, show it, don't show it, it's like, well, wait, what am I experiencing? Am I looking at something as the child? Or am I looking at something as the entity? Uh, is that really what I'm seeing that's happening? Is this happening now? Did this happen already? So, so uh, they, they also like used that wah, 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 blink, 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 like, like, like fucking cartoony space noise when the when the doors and windows disappeared. So it was like, oh, okay. right. Yeah. Like, the hammy okay. thing. like, like fucking yeah. Dawn of the dead in yeah. the mall where they're doing silly sound effects and the zombies getting his arm chopped off. Yeah. 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 So like when that's happening, I'm like, okay, all right. So what is this? Is this like an alien thing? All right. Dad got abducted. All right. Mom's getting into like what's happened because of all the disappear. Like, yeah. It's just There's the, the kid like, falling early on. It did something happen to the kid. And now all of this is just in his mind. I don't know. I don't know. And they don't tell it, you. No. But and it's like that's what's so frustrating about a lot of uh, cerebral conceptual art is that the artist hides behind the air of uh, authorship and authoritative like understanding where you don't get to know. You don't 
you don't get to know unless you've got that my intellect or my understanding or my ability to comprehend this stuff. And you live in a fantasy world. I lived in this fucking world. I said bye bye to this world. I was in grad school for art and painting. And it's like people want to talk about art in this conceptual sense. Like I'm looking at fucking nothing. This is stupid. You just have a random pile of shit in the corner of the fucking room. And we're grown ass adults talking about it like it's a goddamn real thing that you did. No one cares. No one. What are you doing? And it's just for people that are at the same little want to occupy the same little headspace of jerking each other off. That's all that this is for. Uh, and unfortunately, I think through uh, inappropriate gimmickry as far as its release and the leaking, I think that it hoodwinked a lot of people into putting money into experiencing it, thinking that they might get something special and being completely disappointed opening up fucking clothes on Christmas morning and not a Nintendo 64. Uh, and so kudos on him for, you know, for yeah, pulling yeah. the wool over no, our eyes. I, I seriously feel um, when it was over, I'm like, I'm like, this was World's Fair. This is, this is 2023's World's Fair. It's just, yeah. it just happened early. Thank God. I hope it doesn't happen again. Because the hype around World's Fair and once again, the simplicity, low budge of that film, it, it's very similar. Like Skinner Marink, definitely a worse movie because uh, there's you know no plot or actors. Oh yeah, or... dude, I'd watch World's <laughs> Fair a dozen times before I rewatch this. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm never gonna rewatch Skinner Marink, nor am I ever gonna let anyone I know watch Skinner Marink or <laughs> ever recommend yeah. it ever to anyone. It's insanity. Uh, you know, it's. <sighs> I, I I can appreciate conceptual art and ridiculous. I used to love Robert Ryman. Robert Ryman is an artist that was known for minimal paintings. It was just white canvases. I loved that because back then, but there's really nothing fucking there. It was interesting because it was the first person to do it. And like it was changing representational art and expressionism. It was a reaction to all this loud, obnoxious fucking art. It was calm and still and it was nothing. And that made sense, and it was creative. Like, oh well, we didn't fucking think of that and do that. You can't do that in film any fucking more. It's all been done. Yeah. This is stupid. Why <laughs> do you hate yourself and everyone around you to make them suffer the hour forty to live through this fucking work? All right, you I think we're killed I, yourself I, in high school. I feel like we're beating a dead horse here. Um, uh, for episode oh, four. <laughs> Uh, I gave it a one, he gave it a two. For episode four, or I'm sorry, for episode three of season three of the podcast for the recently deceased, this has been Skinnamarink. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Take care.